Welcome to Daily Prayer, a ministry of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We'll be here with you every day throughout the COVID-19 emergency. I'm Pastor Bob Schaefer. It's good to see you. Today is Thursday, September 3rd, the Thursday before Proper 18. Let's take a moment of silence now as we begin. We begin with a lighted candle. A candle burning in the darkness is a powerful symbol of hope. We light this candle as a sign of our strong hope that God is with us no matter what comes. The candle also reminds us that Jesus said we would be lights for the world. We are called to live generously and graciously, taking care of one another in the name of Jesus. Please join me, if you'd like, in lighting a candle in your own home now. Let's pray. O Lord God, enliven and preserve your church with your perpetual mercy. Without your help, we mortals will fail. Remove far from us everything that is harmful and lead us toward all that gives life and salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Now we turn to the words of Holy Scripture. Today, our readings begin in Psalm 119. Teach me, O Lord, the lifestyle prescribed by your statutes, that I might live and observe it continually. Give me understanding, so that I might observe your law and keep it with all my heart. Guide me in the path of your commands, for I delight to walk in it. Give me a desire for your rules, rather than for wealth gained unjustly. Turn my eyes away from what is worthless. Revive me with your word. Confirm to your servant your promise, which you made to the one who honors you. Take away the insults that I dread. Indeed, your regulations are good. Look, I long for your precepts. Revive me with your deliverance. And now a reading from the prophet Ezekiel, the 24th chapter. The word of the Lord came to me in the ninth year, in the tenth month, on the tenth day of the month. Son of man, write down the name of this day, this very day. The king of Babylon has laid siege to Jerusalem this very day. Recite a proverb to this rebellious house and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Set on the pot, set it on, pour water in it too. Add the pieces of meat to it, every good piece, the thigh and the shoulder, fill it with choice bones. Take the choice bone of the flock, heap up bones under it, boil rapidly and boil its bones in it. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to the city of bloodshed, the pot whose rot is in it, whose rot has not been removed from it. Empty it piece by piece, no lot has fallen on it, for her blood was in it, she poured it on an exposed rock. She did not pour it on the ground to cover it up with dust. To arouse anger, to take vengeance, I have placed her blood on an exposed rock so that it cannot be covered up. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to the city of bloodshed. I will also make the pile high. Pile up the bones, kindle the fire, cook the meat well, mix in the spices, let the bones be charred. 
Set the empty pot on the coals until it becomes hot and its copper glows, until its uncleanness melts within it and its rot is consumed. It has tried my patience, yet its thick rot is not removed from it. Subject its rot to the fire. You mix uncleanness with obscene conduct. I tried to cleanse you, but you are not clean. You will not be cleansed from your uncleanness until I have exhausted my anger on you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Judgment is coming and I will act. I will not relent or show pity or be sorry. I will judge you according to your conduct and your deeds, declares the Sovereign Lord. And finally, a reading from the second book of Corinthians, the 12th chapter. Paul writes, I have become a fool. You yourselves forced me to do it, for I should have been commended by you. For I lack nothing in comparison to those super apostles, even though I am nothing. Indeed, the signs of an apostle were performed among you with great perseverance, by signs and wonders and powerful deeds. For how were you treated worse than the other churches, except that I myself was not a burden to you? Forgive me this injustice. Look, for the third time I am ready to come to you, and I will not be a burden to you, because I do not want your possessions, but you. For children should not have to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. Now I will most gladly spend and be spent for your lives. If I love you more, am I to be loved less? But be that as it may, I have not burdened you. Yet, because I was a crafty person, I took you in by deceit. I have not taken advantage of you through anyone I have sent to you, have I? I urged Titus to visit you, and I sent our brother along with him. Titus did not take advantage of you, did he? Did we not conduct ourselves in the same spirit? Did we not behave in the same way? Have you been thinking all this time that we have been defending ourselves to you? We are speaking in Christ before God, and everything we do, dear friends, is to build you up. For I am afraid that somehow when I come, I will not find you what I wish, and you will find me not what you wish. I am afraid that somehow there may be quarreling, jealousy, intense anger, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. I am afraid that when I come again, my God may humiliate me before you, and I will grieve for many of those who previously sinned and have not repented of the impurity, sexual immorality, and licentiousness that they have practiced. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now that we've dwelt in God's word, let's take some time to pray together. I'd like to invite you to pray out loud with me. Please don't be embarrassed that you're praying with a video screen. I'm praying with an empty room. And yet, despite the strangeness, our technology is joining us in prayer right now, no matter when and where we are. So, in that spirit, let's pray. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Give us the joy of your saving help again, and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Give peace in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Keep the nations under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and sustain me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come before you. Almighty and merciful God, you are the only source of health and healing. You alone can bring calmness and peace. Grant to all of our neighbors who are ill an awareness of your presence and a strong confidence in you. In their pain, weariness, and anxiety, surround them with your care. Protect them by your loving might and grant to them once again the gifts of health and strength and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of earth and air, water and fire, height and depth, we pray for those who work in danger, who rush in to bring hope and help and comfort when others flee to safety, whose mission is to seek and save, serve and protect, and whose presence embodies the protection of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Give them caution and concern for one another, so that, in safety, they may do what must be done under your watchful eye. Support them in their courage and dedication, that they may continue to save lives, ease pain, and mend the torn fabric of lives and social order. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, support and strengthen all those who reach out in love concern, and prayer for the sick and distressed. In their acts of compassion, may they know that they are your instruments. In their concerns and fears, may they know your peace. In their faithful serving, may they know your steadfast love. May they not grow weary or faint-hearted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, in the stillness of our souls, we listen for your voice to know again that you are God. Quiet our restless hearts with the knowledge that you are near us, keeping watch over your own. Rekindle our faith 
and light the lamp of hope within our hearts. Then take us by the hand into each day that lies ahead. For where you lead, we can confidently go with Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Each day, I like to share with you one good thing. A bit of hopeful news, a moment of beauty, a tip to help you through the day. This afternoon, I vacuumed the house. I got my Roomba on a good sale just before the pandemic hit. And honestly, it's been one of the things that really does help me through the day. I'm not a great fan of vacuuming, so it's been a real treat to let the robot take care of that chore while I catch up on the news and enjoy my morning coffee. You know what? It does a better job than I do. Seriously, the Roomba doesn't get bored and it doesn't mind hitting the floor every single day. As long as its batteries are charged, it's happy to do another pass. When I bought the Roomba, I thought that I was buying an appliance. Truth is though, that I was buying back my own time. That little robot has been worth every penny I spent. As you navigate this pandemic, are there any chances for you to improve your workflow, to remove a, a pain point so that things are done better or easier, or maybe even both? Is there a way to make something that was just a drudge into something that's, well, liberating? I bet there are changes that you can make once you start thinking creatively. We're all discovering how valuable our time really is. I hope you'll find new ways to make the best of the time that you're given. And that's one good thing for today. Do you have a good thing that you'd like to share with the world? Send us your photos and videos by going to bit.ly slash mygoodthing. And share your tips and stories with at Pastor Schaefer on Twitter. I can't wait to hear from you. And that'll do it for now. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your time with us today. We hope it's been a blessing. Please take a moment to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and tell your friends about us. Stop by and visit us online at goodshepherdlife.org, and please consider making a gift to support our ongoing ministry. You'll find our PayPal address in the program notes. Stay well, be of good cheer and be kind to one another. I'll see you tomorrow.